Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your uh, indictment uh, update. update. I don't know if you heard about this, but there's a, a Netflix, I mean, excuse me, something on HBO Max, um, is, which is about uh, a doctor who's from the United States, went over to Uganda to help Oh, out. the white nurse. White um, doctor, yes. White doctor. And mm-hmm. she ended up, out of 900 patients, she killed like 120. Um, I did see that. And um, the thing that I find interesting is no matter how horrible somebody is, they always get uh, something. Even if they, even if the goal, uh, you know, her stated goal was to go over there and help people. But no matter what happens... They always come out looking a little better than they actually were. Of course, even when you look at the pictures that they used of her, right, she right. looks they, so they sweet them. and so kind. They humanize and, them. You know, she was just doing it's her never, best to help. It's never about the people they murdered yeah. because that's what it was. It's never about them. It's always and we truck in black uh, misery. We do like um, uh, when when you look at what Hitler learned. A lot of what Hitler learned, he learned from us. He learned eugenics from the United States of America. He learned uh, trying to destroy an entire um, the final solution from the United States of America. Because whereas uh, the scientists that were involved in Nazi Germany, they are her- they they are they are shouted down. They're decried. They're, they're shameful. We the the person that created uh, that committed tragedies here, Jamie Aaron Sims, did the exact same thing experiments on black women he mm-hmm. had a statue in uh new york central park up until about four or five years ago when people went hey that he did experiments yeah. on slaves yeah and so i just think if you look at to get a bronze statue in america you probably did some pretty horrible things to black around and was celebrated yeah. <laughs> hence the statue yep. especially if you're on a horse yeah if you got a horse, a sword, and bronze, you hate it. That's yeah. just it. With a hat on, forget it. Y'all, man, forget it. <laughs> and you standing that. next to a cannon, forget <laughs> it. It's true. I, but it's funny because those parks are now, those men are now in black neighborhoods now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, it's funny to see, you know, a dude with Robert E. Lee with Pepe was here. Pepe. Happy birthday to Sophia Loren, still a beautiful woman. Once you do it right, I think there's, I think there's a level of classic. Like I guess they, uh, the way that they quantify beauty is symmetry and the shape of your nose. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. But there are some people that are just classically beautiful. She would be one. She's yeah, for sure. And the these the the classic, uh, you know, car- uh, features they use generally are attributed to dark women, yeah. black women. And she so, was fine. She was fine. Yeah, man. I'm gonna tell you. Happy birthday to the dream. Happy birthday to Debbie Morgan, another another beautiful woman. Happy birthday to Aldous Hodge. Happy birthday to Van Jones. Happy birthday to Young Jock. Happy birthday to Trayvon Diggs. Happy birthday to Deborah Roberts. Posthumously, of course, happy birthday to Dorothy Vaughn the, from The Real Hidden Figures, the one who put it together. Happy birthday to Red Auerbach, uh, of course, possibly. We've got a great show lined up for you. Jasmine will have what's trending. I'm going to do my part and have a little note from the GED section. This is the D.L. Hughley Show. Jasmine, can you please tell these good people what is trending? Man, this crazy situation out of Michigan State with Coach Mel Tucker. 
Wow. Yeah. So, of course, they've sent him a letter telling him that, you know, they plan on firing him, especially if he can't, you know, I guess, produce any evidence that goes, uh, I guess, to the contrary of what he's being accused of within the next seven what days. What exactly, for people who don't know, what is that? So, apparently, uh, they hired this woman, Brenda Tracy. She's a prominent sexual assault awareness speaker to come to the school to speak about misconduct, mm-hmm. you know, sexual misconduct and things like that. It turns out she and he ended up with a personal yet questionable kind of relationship in which she says he uh, had had made these unwanted sexual advances towards him. I mean, towards her. Uh, They did both admit that they did share a relationship. He says it was consensual and apparently he was no longer the master of his domain during a particular phone call and she says, I did not give him permission to do that. You mind if I, uh, if I, uh, oh, by all means. Yeah, I I mean, well, I don't either, but uh, now he says. Why are you breathing so hard? Just (laughs) shut up and tell me what you're wearing. <laughs> now, he, he says that other motives are at play and that he believes that there's been a bias against him throughout the entire process. Number one, because they didn't listen to anything that he had to say, but they listened to everything that she said. And they weren't really going to fire him until the word got out on social media what had happened. And then that's when they began to jump into action. I, so I'll he this, believes that they're trying to get out of paying him, what, that $79 million contract? I'll say this and I'll say it again. Um, I do not believe that you should be able to level an accusation at somebody without proving it. I, I just don't think that they should and I've said I don't care who who she is now who anybody is in these circumstances I think that it's wrong to just go well why would they lie as an excuse but once they prove that what has happened then you obviously have a different situation but I'll say this Deion Sanders (laughs) I'll say that (laughs) I'll say that I'm going to tell you something I'm going to tell you uh, uh, yeah well um, I I think that uh, I, I think that it's horrible but I also think you, you, people tend to look the way, uh, other way based on the degree of your success. Yep. If you're very successful, you're Urban Myers. You can, you can stick your thumb in a co-ed. No, yeah, but I, I just, my issue is, Mel, is if this woman was hired to come in to talk about sexual misconduct. Yeah, let's talk about sex, baby. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it stands to reason this is probably not the person that you need to be dealing with. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, you, you, you got to check her out. Huh? You, yeah, so. yeah, all of that. Maybe, yeah. Anyway, also trending this crazy story that actually happened here in L.A. where these two black models were found Something dead. in L.A.? Yes. Oh. Two of them, like, within a mile of each other. I think each of them, 31, 32 years old, uh, recently moved to L.A. and somehow both ended up dead and so you know a lot of people are asking questions you know they want justice they want to make sure that this story stays out there and hopefully that whoever is responsible will be um, I guess brought to justice no doubt you can't you know, no doubt. terrible situation no doubt beautiful girls but no that's doubt. what's trending all right, coming up, we got a little note from the GED section. That'll be up in approximately 15 minutes. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. So HBO Max has a new uh, uh, docuseries or special. Uh, it is devoted to a young woman named Renee Bach, who uh, it's called Savior Complex. It's about a white woman who leaves Virginia and goes to Uganda under the uh, pretext of being a uh, doctor uh, and treating malnourished kids there. Um, she had some over 900 in her care and over 105 died and comes to find out that she was not actually a doctor. Uh, and, uh, and it's caused a lot of concern. I know I, I levied my concerns and, and uh, people picked it up in the newspaper. I just think that it's ridiculous that the story is not about the people who were brutalized, the people that who suffered at her hands. It is about her. And almost every time um, there is a story like that. It is always uh, presents the people who created the atrocities in a much better light than they deserve to be. 
She is a villain. She went over there, and I don't care how intentioned, how, how well-intentioned she was, how well-intended she was. What did they say? The road to hell is paved with good intentions. But it's interesting because you you are based, the, the, the way that people see you, the idea they have of you, the notion that they let come into the uh, minds of you, it depends on who you committed the atrocities against, who you did it to, what they look like, if you can relate to them or not. The fact that 100 uh, Ugandan children, over 100 Ugandan children died was not the story, should have been the story. It is the story of a woman who is still free, by the way. Um, it's the story of a woman who went over there and she looks far better than she should. But that is the story. That is America. That is as American as apple pie, baseball, hot dogs, apple pie, and the denigration of people of color. Every statue, most of the statues you see in America, uh, if you see it in bronze, you see a man in a sword with a sword and a horse. He most likely did some atrocious things to black people. Matter of fact, the last white guy who got a statue, a bronze statue, who didn't kill a lot of black people was probably Rocky. And even he beat the hell out of Apollo Creed. That our our history is steeped with people who are glorified for murder. There are way more statues and monuments to people who did harmful, horrible things to black people than there will ever be to Jesus Christ. Because that is the prism to which people view atrocities committed against us. In, in Hitler's mind comp, he talks about the way he learned about some of his atrocities for from America. He learned about eugenics and the annihilation of races from America and what we did to to the uh, to the Indians and what we did to black people. He learned from that. He learned about sterilizing people um, because he thought they were inferior. He learned that from here. But at least in that in, in, in Nazi Germany, when you did things like that, you were an outcast. You were a pariah. Here we give statues and monuments to people who did deplorable, horrible things to people of color. Up until a few years ago, J. Marion Sims, who is considered the father of modern gynecology, had a statue in in, in uh, Times Square in uh, New Central Park, and he uh, conducted uh, experiments on black women, uh, enslaved black women, with no anesthesia. There is no limit to the things that have been done to us, and there is no limit to the light that people who have perpetrated those crime, uh, crimes are seen in. I do not care how great your intention were was I don't care what you came to do what you did do was you destroyed a lot of lives and instead of being the pariah you should be you got an HBO special and that is the way of the American life that is the way we are treated we get killed they get Emmy nominations that's a little note from the GED section you got the Jazz report coming up in 15 minutes it's the DL Hughley show whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. She's jazz. She's smart. It's the Jazzy Report on the D.L. Hughley Show. After several attacks, the U.K. is banning the American bully dog. The breed will be banned under the Dangerous Dogs Act after a series of attacks. Four breeds of dogs are currently banned, including the Pitbull Terrier, the Japanese Tosa, the Dojo Argentinio, and the Fila Brasileiro. The Dangerous Dogs Act also prohibits owners from allowing their dogs to be dangerously out of control. Now, you know who has an American bully? Who does? Jeff Brown. 
Oh, we just go get it. Yeah. Well, the well. Uh, the Japanese toast was kind of like the Akita. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's why I did the story because I know you have two Akitas. Yeah, I did. Helen Keller had Akitas. Too. I know, and she couldn't even see to stop them from doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but in a lot of places they are they are they are bad. But yeah. I think there are no such thing as bad dogs, just bad owners. Which is what the the writer of the article talks about. You know that you know you end up you know disciplining the dog or being you know doing something bad to the dog when the dog is not really responsible a dog is doing what a dog does let me tell you something i've seen white women with pit bulls with uh uh you know uh handkerchiefs around their necks that they got from rescue mm-hmm. you know they was fighting <laughs> they were I'm fighting and now they're at starbucks at a pup cup with i'm a pup telling cup. you gotta so be careful yeah you gotta be careful i think it's all what you do about what you do to a dog oh i agree totally and i also think it's about um and like making sure that you are knowledgeable about the breed that you right. have and understanding the the dog dynamic, if yeah. you will. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Stay out of dogs' faces. Yeah. That you like. Don't I wouldn't ever take Akitas to dog parks. I would never do. Let that. Let me move on real quick. I would never do that so, because I'm an experienced <laughs> Akita. I would never go. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> anyway, so new research is warning that premenopausal women who have surgery to remove the ovaries and fallopian tubes may face chronic medical conditions. Women between the ages of 46 and 49 had a greater risk of arthritis and uh, sleep apnea uh, than women who and also women who had the procedure. 46 and after had an increase of arthritis, asthma, sleep apnea, and broken bones. So they say think twice before you do this. Uh, also, dementia is also increased yeah. by threefold if you do that. I think all those things increase exponentially the older you get anyway, right? Well, I think they, they do so more so in women because of the hormones that you receive yep. from having these organs. But I will and say... The, and the ones you take in from food and... Correct, and, and, and correct. But there are a lot of doctors, and I have experienced this firsthand, that when you have issues, female problems, right. the first thing they want to do is do surgery and do a yep. total hysterectomy. Number one surgery, female surgery opinion. in the world is what? <laughs> Hysterectomy, of Parsons, course. And guess who they've done to? Black, Black women. Of course. That's why I said I have experience. Trying that. to do something. But there you go. What, you, I'm sorry. Let me, um, okay, let me move on. Okay. So a woman uh, says she breastfeeds her husband, claiming the practice not only has done wonders for the couple's <laughs> relationship, but also for her husband's physical health. <laughs> Stating he hasn't had a cold in two years. <laughs> Yeah. Is it natural or nasty? I, yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna weigh in a little a little uh, bit later on this, um, but any man who has children uh, and it was a babysitter like I was um, <laughs> know how breast mist milk tastes. You don't want to, mm-hmm. you know. You know how it feels Surprise! in your eye. <laughs> yeah, you know how it feels in your eye. <laughs> you know, and it's like to hug somebody in the front of your shirt, get wet. It's a it's a lot. It's a lot of things that go on. Um, but uh, do you think this practice is natural or nasty? That is mm. the question that we're going to pose to you. 877-242-2426. Also, just up on Twitter at D.O. Hughley Radio or on Facebook, the D.O. Hughley Show or the website, the Show dot com. All right. We're going to get to your calls in a bit. It's the D.O. Hughley Show. <laughs> so a woman breastfeeds her husband claiming the practice has not only done wonders for the couple's relationship, but also for the husband's uh, physical health. She said he hasn't had a cold in two years. Is this natural or nasty? We are going to go uh, to our, our millennials and see what they think. Uh, Kyle, uh, Special K, what are they saying? So we have Joseph from uh, Tennessee. He said, you know what? Whatever floats your boat. It's not what I would do, yeah. but whatever floats your boat. And nothing like a breast milk float. That's, uh, <laughs> Got milk? I don't think it's disgusting at all. Uh. 
I mean, I don't think it's disgusting. I think it's we not weird, but if that's what you and your woman want to do, that's fine. I know there are bodybuilders who actually uh, purchase breast milk online because they say it helps pump them up, but experts say that's actually not true. That that, that there are no nutrient dense, uh, I guess viable things in breast milk that can help you get bigger um so i don't know but i think if you want your woman's milk drink it i will say that i think that um selma hayek remember she went over to africa and she breastfeed those babies and now they all like mexican food so it's, uh, <laughs> i read it <laughs> can, can you hear me the eighth uh kept women pregnant and breastfeeding he was a grown man he did what he kept women pregnant, pregnant women around him, and he drank breast milk, and he was a grown man. But he was also a heavy man. Yeah. <laughs> he was not yeah. very well, healthy. Maybe the dude the in his picture pretty pictures. heavy, too. Like, yeah, you know yeah I'm, I'm just saying. So, <laughs> you're not has a, supposed to have a breast milk shake, I guess, but I don't yeah. think, um, I think in general, I, I could see how it would be a bonding experience and, you know, the baby on one side. And uh, you are no, I'm not gonna do that. And, no, and we're not gonna it's do a that. buffet. No, we're not gonna do that at all. I understand, and I totally support women. Uh, breastfeeding babies because we all understand the incredible properties and you know the role that it plays in protecting the babies from certain infections right, and yeah, things like that and yeah, viruses and their yeah. immune system being very right. weak. But when you grow, it's not not right next to the baby. We not gonna why? do that. It's, 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 nah. it's, it's a fa- it's no. a family buffet. No. I don't even like that. You'll eat next to the baby at Golden Corral, but no. not. <laughs> <laughs> no. Get off. One at a time on this that's ride. One at a time. That's the <laughs> you, think, you think those would be two different emotions. You have the emotion yeah. that you have Correct. with your child that's a maternal. Then you have the romantic emotion with your. You ain't supposed to trigger them at the same time. I, I would Thank think. Thank you. I would think. But I do, I, do, I do think. I don't think it's nasty at all. Well, I didn't I say it's kinda, nasty. I think, kinda, I think it's kind of loving and sexy. Mm. I do. Mm. I, I mean, not with the baby there. I mean, <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm saying. I thought, I thought that's what you that, were saying. That is that would make me. Um, <laughs> that would make me mm. somebody. I, I believe or the Republican. Y'all looking Party, at each other in the that. eye, like come on yeah. now. Eh? Yeah. yeah, I don't. It's be I a think... lot of milk and not the right kind. <laughs> Good evening, saying. son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> hey, son. Meet you at the drinking fountain. <laughs> it's the drinking gourd. Um, so a woman, um, she has she breastfeeds her husband, and not, she said not only is it good for their relationship, the intimate part of their relationship, but for their husband's physical health. He hasn't had a cold in over two years. Is this natural or nasty? Well, Bruce Willis in Unbreakable never had a cold, and I'm sure he didn't drink breast milk. So I mean, saying. well. <laughs> Some more of your calls are coming up on the D.L. Hughley Show. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment, uh, indictment update. update. If you are going to be in Sacramento, California, I am going to be at the Hard Rock uh, Casino Hard in, uh, in Wheatland. All right, live. And then the following day, I'm going to be at the Mirage in Las Vegas. So come check me out if you take a notion. The question we're asking a woman is, says she breastfeeds her adult husband. Well, he better be an adult if he's a husband or at least they live in West Virginia. Um, um, so he, uh, she breastfeeds him. Not only does she say, she says not only is it great for intimacy, but it, it it's great for his immune system. He hasn't had a cold in over two years. Um, do you think that is natural or nasty? What do you think, Skip? I don't know if I want to go as far as saying it's nasty. I don't know how natural it is for an adult to be nursing. So, I mean, I, I don't think it's my thing. I, I mean, 
I like to practice nursing. I don't know. I don't want to. F- right. I don't right. Want to- <laughs> where, do, where are we going to put? Where, we're gonna, where are we going to put this? You'll find out. <laughs> you better not spit that out. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, well, what's interesting is a lot of people don't know, and even I didn't know this, and I'm a woman who has lactated before, um, but there are three phases of that your body goes through that, and the type of milk that you produce. When you first have the baby, it's very thick and yellow. Colostrum. And it, they say it has a lot, yeah, yeah it has yeah, a lot of yeah, immune-supporting yeah, yeah, qualities. Yeah. But then after that, for the next two weeks, I think it changes to transitional milk, which right. is high levels of fat, lactose, and water-soluble right. vitamins, which are important for the baby. But then after that, the final stage is 90% water. Yeah. <laughs> so well, you just drinking cloudy water, you know, my man. Or, or, or you want to get a job at Dairy Queen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it ain't the water, it's the container. No, I, yeah. yeah I, I mean, hey, do you remember when um, there was a girl, you can look at this up on Time Magazine, and she was a white woman, and she adopted a black a black child. She had a white child, and she adopted a black child, and she was breastfeeding them at, at six years old. I remember that. Yeah. And usually when a black dude gets to suck on a white woman's breast, he signed his first NBA contract. And so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! You're signing up for you got you got an extension, <laughs> Megan. Come on in. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> All right, we got to begin to your calls. This is the D.L. Hughley show. So a woman, uh, she breastfeeds her husband. Um, she said not only is it great for intimacy, but it is great um, for uh, his uh, immune system. Saying he has had a cold in two years, you think it's natural or nasty? I will say this: uh, that I think. It isn't as uncommon or nasty as people think it is. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's nasty at all. Just logically for me, understanding the differences between a baby's body and nu- nutritional right. needs and right. an adult's body and nutritional needs. I can't see that it would be equal. I would feel like the, no. one of the reasons why they say, you know, you, right. you most, you know, you, humans shouldn't drink milk after a certain age is because you need more nutritional value sure. than milk sure. can give sure. you. Right. So it sounds to me this is more of a recreational thing, something that they enjoy right. intimately, okay. which fine. is fine. I think you have just do what you like if well, that's be, what you like. But I don't know if there's a lot of nutritional value in it as well, a grown well, man. Would well, that be considered you, cannibalism? No, he didn't eat her. Well, well, I mean, uh, well. I think we're. That's we're, another we're show. Okay, okay, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that, that, yeah. that's on Jasmine's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we can't do that here. <laughs> so I, I, I do. But the longer something uh, breastfeed, the longer the the. She's breastfeeding. The longer she'll lactate, right? Yeah, as long as you well, keep yeah. triggering it, you'll keep right. producing it. So yeah. they told yeah, me in the well, anatomy class. The, the baby will dry up. Uh, the milk will dry up if that it's not being used. That is correct. Unless, well, yeah, it will then dry it becomes up. Powder milk. It will dry up anyway. You have to take some type of uh, hormone. Uh, I guess. Help, I guess, to help you continue. I don't know, it's something, but they have a hormone mimicking drug that you can take that allows you to continue to lactate. So let me, if you, if okay, I mean, you don't see me producing no milk right now, do you? You ain't being triggered on a brick. Okay, no, never mind. I'm triggered all the time. If you produce milk, I mean, that would be. I mean, that would be. Joey's 97 years old, so it would be powdered milk, right? No, <laughs> but be. I'm saying this woman is not breastfeeding her child. She's breastfeeding her husband. But it's being tricked. Like, it, obviously, she was pregnant. He kept this, the thing going. I think it's like this. If a woman is like, for instance, Elena. Elena could feed a village, right? And that would... <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> some people like that could feed a village and some people with smaller breasts it would be like drinking a thick make milkshake from McDonald's you know what that wow. is <laughs> Lenny could solve the hunger problem in yeah, Haiti right across the river yeah, the whole thing uh, yeah I'm just telling you um 
I Speaking just, of which, <laughs> talking about big boobs, I didn't know Sherry Shepard got a breast reduction. Yeah. <laughs> she was a 42 double D. Right. I wonder what they did with the meat. What they do? What? Yeah, what? <laughs> what do you do? They're with that? saving it for someone who wants what do you like do with increase. That? I don't know. I think yeah. they throw it away. Do you that. Can't reuse medical that. waste. Though. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I but she looks amazing. She does Go look on, amazing. Girl. Doing her thing. She does look amazing because you know she was she, she was big. She was very big. Flat. It's like yeah. you know how you take bread and you tie it in the middle. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not gonna giggle at that. She lost all that weight at the bottom, so she was. Know, she still had she, the top, so she needed to yeah, balance it out. So yeah, that's why so, yeah, I'm guessing I, she did. You do. I mean, take bread tied in the middle. Stop it. <laughs> she gonna get you, dog. She I is. know. I care. know. I know. I know. All right, coming up, more of your calls in 10 minutes. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. So a woman breastfeeds her husband. She's done it for years. She said not only is it great for intimacy, but it helps with uh, his immune system. Uh, hasn't, he hasn't had a cold in two years. N- is this uh, natural or nasty? We are going to the phones. One, breast milk is very, very nasty. I tasted it after my first son was born and swore off it. But that's gross. Um, if he ain't had no cold in two years, Kudos to him, but that's nasty. Regardless of what other circumstances are the outcome, that's nasty. Period. Um. Well, first of all, if a woman is still forming milk in the breast, evidently she's a mother that that just had a newborn. So, as a man, why would you be taking food from the baby's mouth? I'm just saying. How is she producing milk from her breast? I mean, is she? I don't agree. Okay, so the breastfeeding thing. I breastfed my last three kids. I have four kids total. And I don't think it's nasty that she gave. I believe she gave some to her husband was the topic. I don't think that's nasty because um, sometimes our milk can produce, you know, certain antibodies and everything. So when our whole household got sick, I gave some to my fiance, all of my kids who aren't breastfeeding anymore. So I don't think that was really nasty. Hey, but let me be straight up now. Now, I don't want no breast milk, but uh, truth be told, now, most men, uh, you know, for the most part, I don't want no breast milk, but uh, what man, for the most part, don't enjoy kissing on breast milk before that leads up to the sex? Now, I don't, I don't want no breast milk, but, you know, what men, real men, don't enjoy kissing on the breast before they actually lead off, go all the way. You know what I'm saying? If they say they don't, they lying. <laughs> you know I ain't lying. <laughs> you know I ain't lying. Am I right? <laughs> you know I ain't lying. <laughs> OMG. <laughs> My name is Deborah Hartman. I'm calling from Atlanta. I think that it is straight up nasty. Doctors recommend baby gets the breast for nutrients, antibodies, daddy being nasty, AF, and greedy. We got more of your calls coming up. Mr. D.L. Hughley Show. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Question we're asking, ladies and gentlemen, a woman, is she breastfeeds her husband, her adult husband. Obviously, he's an adult, but <laughs> she uh, <laughs> says that not only is it great for intimacy, but it is great for his immune system. Um, do you think it's natural or nasty? We're going through the phones. You know what? They're just being trifling. Just trifling and nasty ass. That's all there is to it. I mean, that's what you want to do, fine, but she's not a doctor. And so it's like if he had a toothache, would that still help him? It's nothing to that. Just, just, that's just what they want to do. But it is not anything um, 
medically uh, documented that an overgrown asthma and has to do this to stay healthy. So if he had, say, like a lump in his testicles, is that going to help? No, you're going to go to a physician that knows exactly what they're doing. They just, you know, this is just something for them to get off on. It has nothing to do. It doesn't, you're not going to find this in any medical journal. So, no. I'm kind of feeling like this about the situation with the man in the breast milk. I've never breastfed my children. I've had four sons. And the reason I didn't, I've always been kind of blessed in the breast area since I was like 14. And men have always been attracted to my breast. And men and men that I've been intimate with have loved, you know, sucking on my breast. So it kind of, my mentality is like, I could never breastfeed because it feels so twisted to me. It feels like kind of freaky for a baby to suck on my breast when I've been having men sucking on my breast like forever, even before I had kids. And I think it's like a sex thing. And I do believe that it bonds. I know men that like fall asleep sucking their wives' breasts. And from where I come from, it's not weird because it's a part of the sexual act. Man, uh, for me, uh, just me personally, that's nasty. And the reason I'm saying not the act, that baby's milk that mama produces just nasty. Man, you know, and I don't want to be in the news, man, talking about, ooh, Lord, that brother died from the titties. That, you know, you got a woman that's had a child and she's not breastfeeding, that stuff building up, and you go at him, and I'm a titty man, you go at him, man, and she holds your head down, and you can't can't swat it off. Mm-mm. Been a newspaper. They're making memes about this stuff. Down from the titty. It's just nasty. The taste. Oh, God. And I had that experience one time, and I said never again without even date a woman when I was single who had a baby, just had a baby because of that. Just nasty. Uh, Junius, what do you think? Well, it just depends on what's on the menu. No, actually, it's right. it, it's up to the individuals, and if that's right. what floats your boat, I mean, right. go for it. But right. and your boat will float, Jack. Yeah. I tell you that. <laughs> yeah, if you are sucker for love, go for it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, I said I a mouthful mean, there, didn't I? Yeah, there it is. We're going to have to say, nip this in the bud yeah. now, right now. Yeah, Come on. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what's interesting is in reading the story, it turns out, well, they first of all, they have three kids, right? And he's a big boy, the husband. They're both 30 years old, but she was uh, over lactating. And I Make guess too much to milk. help, he was like, well, let me take some of that yeah, weight yeah. off of him. Yeah. You know, like me and Junis have our um, touch tatas for love. That's yeah. what we do. To save lives. make sure everybody's... Oh, I could see sucking her breasts. That's nice. That's... I could see... Yeah, okay. I don't want the big ones that get under your arm and then they taste like deodorant. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's like, <laughs> who, who's breastfeeding me? Tussie? What is this? Tussie your, tatas. <laughs> Mama, your milk tastes like Tussie. It's oh, crazy. <laughs> Continue with the and explanation. My, and, my, <laughs> and my mouth is numb. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Let's move right. on from this. <laughs> I hope he, you know, I hope he don't just drink that like after he had McDonald's, her breast all salty. I don't know. <laughs> Unless she had a shake, it might, it might taste, I don't know. Does he make her jumping down when he wants a shake? Does he do that? <laughs> <laughs> all right, coming up, ladies and gentlemen, we got today's Millennial Minute with the one and only DJ Lucci. That's up in 10 minutes. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. And now it's time for our Millennial Minute with the one and only DJ Lucci. Yes. Samia, and rumor has it 
I can confirm nor deny this, but according to Megan Thee Stallion, she is ready and willing to put out an EP with Cardi B. Um, it would probably be like something like Watch the Throne when Kanye and Jay-Z did it, and also that she's willing to go on tour with her. She feels that their audiences are two in the same. It would be really cool to see two female rappers especially go on tour because there's been so much beef in the industry within that realm so it would be really cool to see like two of the biggest female hip-hop artists go on tour and create an ep together and show you know unity you know you and ity real quick and uh so yeah it would be super cool to see happen and this has been your millennial minute with isamiya jasmine sanders gonna be talking all that jazz with arthur and activist the kima levy armstrong that's coming up in less than 15 minutes this of course is the dl hughley show it is uh the dl hughley show your uh, indictment, indictment update. update um so if you're going to be in sacramento california i'm going to be there at the uh hard rock casino in wheatland wheatland uh, that's that Friday and Saturday. I'm going to be at the Barrage in uh, Las Vegas. So come check me out. Two opportunities. Um, mm-hmm. We were talking about women, a woman who breastfed a man. Her husband. I think that's very loving yeah. and wonderful. He did, too. Yeah. That's why, that's why they're still doing it. Still he's, going strong. And, Apparently, and so that calorie content is a little high. He's a, he's a big well, guy. Well, he's a big guy. Yeah. 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 Um, big guy. So uh, there, it has, so was, uh, King Henry VIII was a, a big guy, too. and He, uh, yeah, he was he also very unhealthy. How do we know? They didn't have pictures. Kaiser back then. No, but I see pictures. Every picture I, we I've see, read they the drew. Story. What? Every see, a picture we saw, somebody drew it of him. I know. The pictures of Jesus but I'm not don't incorrect. look like him. Well, I'm just telling you, I'm not incorrect. He was they drew he was Jesus. I don't know. I don't know if he was unhealthy. I know that that's somebody's artistic interpretation. I don't but know. But so is everything. Right. Except, right. So I, I can't say that he was, all I know is that historically he breastfed mm-hmm. and he was a big guy. You well, say I'm he was in you. shape. It was just round. I don't know. But I'm, just I'm telling you, he was known for being big because of his diet, the types of food that he ate. Uh, he was known for his smell because they said it was pungent. So I'm just telling you. Yeah. you so know, he was really the, European. He was really. He's a big dude. Yeah. Really? Have you ever been on a plane to Europe and you're like, man, is somebody, <laughs> are we making cheese here. hoagies here? <laughs> <laughs> like, have you ever been, like, like they, they France, they make a lot of perfume, but they don't often use it. I'm just telling you. No. Oh. Man, what is, what is uh, French for wash your ass? You, it's something. Oui, oui, mon ami. Washez-vous. Yeah. Yeah, washez-vous. Have you ever been, on, I mean, I'm telling you. No, I've been there before. I don't remember it smelling quite that bad. The, the language might be romantic but the aroma ain't i'm gonna tell you that <laughs> it's the aroma of love <laughs> it's this croissant is has a hoagie in it it's crazy it's, i don't know what that is all right coming up this hour jasmine saturn's gonna be talking all that jazz with author author and activist uh nakima levy armstrong plus we got the hugley asshole mix and we're gonna be giving a deserving someone the shoe booty of the week award this is the d.o hugley show so jasmine is uh, gonna be talking all that jazz with author and activist nakia levy armstrong hi welcome to the show hi nakima how are you I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you doing? I am doing pretty good, hanging in there. But clearly, I mean, I wish I were as busy as you are. Uh, you're the founder of Moms for Liberation, but I was reading up on you, and I see that you have been quite busy. Everything from, you know, civil rights issues, education, and, you know, of course, you know, writing your own book and things like that. I'm curious to know, I know there's a lot going on. You know, you you were very instrumental in, the, the, in what you had to say about the Derek Chauvin verdict, obviously George Floyd. 
Floyd and Lord knows reproductive rights for women. And now we're talking about uh, all of these bans on books. My first question to you is, how did you even come to a place where you felt this was your calling to fight? Well, a part of my decision to get involved in this fight is seeing this issue as a civil rights issue. And it's one that has flown under the radar screen within the black community for a very long time. I think many of us tune out if it, if we don't feel that there is an actual physical threat and it is a threat that impacts our children for generations to come. So now we're in a, a place in time where we have folks in positions of authority who are making the decision for black children that they can't even study black history. So it largely depends on who's writing the history. So you just said, you know, talking about our children learning and knowing the importance of our history and our contribution. If all of that is stripped away and the, the victor, you know, the, the, the winner is writing the history, then what does that say about what we're learning about ourselves? Exactly. And that has been one of the problems that we have faced the entire time, having to contend with revisionist history. Mm -hmm. So our history being written by folks who are sadly largely on the side of the oppressor. So we have to pay attention to who is writing our history and also find ways to fight back against what's going on. And what are some of those ways? What is the first step? What, what, what can you do if you, you know you're trying to teach your children something that is probably in direct conflict with what uh, the education system is teaching? Well, I think that one of the first things that we can do is to educate ourselves about what's happening. So I think that um, education is the key. We launched an Instagram page called uh, Moms for Liberation. And we have been intentional about educating folks around the country on what's happening with regard to book bans and how people are organizing and fighting back. We've seen people hold demonstrations, hold conversations within their communities, and even offer books that have been banned uh, for free, you know, to people in their various communities as a way to counter what's been happening. We also saw after the killing of three people in Jacksonville, Florida, we saw Governor Ron DeSantis show up mm-hmm. amongst black folks and black folks yep. essentially giving him the side eye. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and saying that they are not uh, in support of the rhetoric, um, you know, that he has been pushing forward and the problems that he is causing for our community. You're absolutely right. And I think yeah. when you when you connect the dots of there was a time that we could be killed for reading and learning. Because I think they understood the power uh, in knowledge uh, of us reading, right? And then you you had this time, this era where we really were educating ourselves and we were sharing that information. And and you can see what happened during that time. And so now it is of no no surprise to me that they're doing everything they can to prevent us from reading the books that continue to educate us and empower us. I think that's the most important thing. Absolutely. I'm so glad that you referenced that because there are so many incredible books by black authors that have been banned. So I think that it's important for us as members of the community, as parents, to understand what's happening, to see the political connections and to use our voices 
I think it's so sad what's happening. But Nakima, I'm so glad that you are at the forefront of this. If you are, you know, Lola in Memphis or if you are, you know, Kathy in Nashville and you are dealing, just like you said, with with children at home, what is the first thing that you should be doing to try to uh, assuage some kind of change with what is happening with this book ban? What can you do locally? So I think at home it's, you know, having conversations with our children about what has happened historically and how those attacks are continuing to resurface in the 21st century. And in reminding them of the importance and power of learning to read and being a voracious reader and how that opens the door to their futures. Folks can also organize in their communities. If they're seeing books being banned, they can actually talk to the powers that be who are making these decisions and find ways to push back and to advocate. They can hold community discussions. They can invite local leaders and professors and those who have dealt directly with these issues or studied these issues to help educate them about what's going on. And I I also encourage people to run for office, you know, Mm. when they have the ability to get in those seats and become the powers that be that actually care about anti-racism, justice and equity. Nakima, I couldn't have said it better myself, but I just appreciate the work that you've been doing in the community. Uh, we all know that you're this, you know, prominent activist and civil rights attorney and all of those things and founder of Moms for Liberation. How can people find you? I know you talked about the social media uh, for a founder of Moms for Liberation. For those who are looking to get questions answered and they want to reach out to you, how can people find you? So they can uh, follow me on Instagram and they can direct message me there under Nakima Lee Armstrong. Or they can message the Moms for Liberation page and on Instagram. I also run an organization called the Wayfinder Foundation. Uh, and folks can learn more about the work that we do on behalf of black and brown women in our communities around the country. I love it. Nakima Levy Armstrong. Listen, I don't feel no ways tired. Anytime you need some assistance and what you're doing, because it's so important to us, I'm doing what I can, but I would love to be able to join forces with you because I think this matter is so important when it comes to all of the things that you that you are are promoting in terms of, you know, trying to drive a change for for black and brown women across this country. I absolutely love it. And thank you so much for taking time to talk to me on all that jazz. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. Take care, Mama. We got the Hugley Hustle Home Mix that's coming up next. Plus, in about 20 minutes, we're going to be giving a deserving someone the Shoe Booty of the Week Award. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Uh, that wraps up this hour's Hughley Hustle Home Mix. It is now time to give a deserving someone the Shoe Booty of the Week Award. And now, it's time for the Shoe Booty of the Week Award. Oh, sh- Here we go again. Donald John Trump. I am the chosen one. Is an American politician, media personality, and businessman who served as the 45th president of the United States. I am your president. He and his businesses have been plaintiff or defendant in more than 4,000 state and federal legal actions, including six business bankruptcies. Make the money. So, why is Donald Trump this week's recipient of the Shoe Booty of the Week Award? He's a sick person. I'd like to say there are at least a dozen reasons the ex-commander in Creep should get the Shoe Booty. This guy, this is not my kind of guy. It could be the impeachments the sexual assault cases that he lost. Hey, when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Whatever you want. Grab him by the foot. The four indictments or the nest on his head. (laughs) 
Let's talk about the latest mission from Agent Orange. You see the historic mugshot of Donald Trump, the first of any U.S. president, has fueled a boom in sales of campaign-related merchandise ahead of the 2024 U.S. election. He raised $7.1 million on t-shirts, hats, and mugs. How to make more money without using your money. Now the ex-commander and thief could lose it all because he doesn't have rights to the photograph. The photograph is technically the property of the police department. Why does this billionaire consistently figure out con schemes on his redneck constituents? Bring me to the White House, baby! Why do they continue to support him? I guess they want to take a baby full turn. That's in the Bible! They keep falling for it, he'll keep doing it. The only thing that will make him stop is if Obama said it was a good idea. That bet is paying off in a big way. Now I know what the J in Donald J. Trump stands for. Jail. Man, I ain't scared to go to jail. Take me to jail, man. Would you speed up, please? I want to go back. I got all my cousins, everybody up in there. I'm waiting. I want to see all my friends. There's a term for presidents like Donald Trump, and he definitely won't see a second one. And that's why the Shoe Booty of the Week award goes to Donald Trump. Now here's a swift kick in the ass. That's brilliant, Skip, but they make it so easy for you. I mean, yeah. Jeez. I mean, it ain't really hard now. It's, hey, it's, it's <laughs> Come on now. It's like shooting coons and fish in a barrel. I'm telling you, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up, we got What You Need to Know with the one and only Sybil Wilkes. That'll be up in about 10 minutes. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Now it's time for What You Need to Know with the one and only Sybil Wilkes. It's Sybil Wilkes with What You Need to Know. Ron DeSantis is defending the anti-abortion bill he signed in Florida. Sunday on Meet the Press, former President Donald Trump said Florida's six-week abortion ban is a terrible thing. Governor DeSantis, who is running against Trump for the GOP presidential nomination, said Tuesday that Trump was wrong to attack the bill. The Biden administration is no longer sending a team to Detroit this week during the ongoing UAW strike negotiations. President Biden said last week that the labor secretary and a senior advisor would be sent to Michigan to support the UAW. Tuesday, however, a White House official said it would be most productive for the two to continue their negotiations from Washington. Vanessa Bryant is joining the fight to save an iconic downtown Los Angeles mural of her late husband, Kobe Bryant. The owner of Hardcore Fitness was given until the end of this month to remove the mural or pay her landlord to have it painted over. Mrs. Bryant said she will do what it takes to preserve the tribute. I'm Sybil Wilkes. Be informed. Be empowered. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your Diamond uh, Update. Diamond Update. Uh, so, of course, if you're in Sacramento, specifically Sacramento, California, specifically Wheatland, I'm going to be there at the Hard Rock Cafe. And then I will be taking over Usher's Red. When are you going to put the, the sk- roller skates on? That's what I want to know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> can you skate? So you, yeah, I can. Of course I can skate. Sure. I Didn't mean, you not, see him on Dancing with the Stars? Not, you can imagine that with wheels. <laughs> no. I can skate, though. I can skate backwards and everything. Okay, I believe you. I, I don't, I mean, I haven't done it in years, but I. Of course I, not. You know, I, yeah. Um, what is that supposed to mean, Sandy? No, I'm just saying. Did you see where uh, Hunter Biden is suing the IRS? 
Yeah, good luck with that. Tell yeah. them, tell them to get it for me and Wesley Snipes too. Put our name in there. <laughs> <laughs> me, Wesley Snipes, Hunter Biden, and, and, and Willie Nelson. We want to word with you, I pal. Know that's right. No and, and Mr. Big from the Isley Brothers. We like to no, talk to you for a minute. Yeah. Mm-mm. Leave him out of it. Yeah. And Optima Tax really say, "Don't talk to Myers." <laughs> 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 All right. Um, Kerry Washington is going to be talking to Leslie um, um, to uh, Robin Reed. On, About what? I don't know. But I, I, I think Kerry uh, is very, just a beautiful woman. Yes. She's talking to to Robin on, um, I guess, Robin's show. Oh, yeah. I thought you said, I was like, who? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. The, and the I title like is thicker than water, which she clearly isn't. But she's a very attractive woman. No, I like her very much. Yeah. I think she's done a really great job, too, of just keeping her personal life personal. I think that's good. Um, so we're going <laughs> to. <laughs> you don't think so? I think the one mistake celebrities do is they put all of their business out there on social media. Then they get mad when people have things to say about it. Yeah. And so what we're going to do is go on. Uh, I have a song for when you're. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> we have my top five. A little note from the GED section. Of course, we will cover today's top stories with uh, what's trending on the D.L. Hughley show. You've been uh, calling and texting, but they will not answer you back. Jasmine, give us five funny things people do when they won't call you back by Meg Butler from Madame Noir. Number five, uh, watch he's just not that into you. Yeah. That'll let you know why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good reason. Hell yeah. Number four of the top five funny things people do when they won't call you back. Uh, do a play-by-play of your last date. Yeah. What went wrong? What, found, what happened? I found my drawers. I th- you know <laughs> I I Number found, three. I thought she wanted to get rid of that breast milk. I uh, the top five things people do when they won't call you back. Uh, check your reception. Come on. Hello. Hello. Is this thing on? How many bars you got? Is this thing on? <laughs> Number two of the top five funny things people do when they won't call you back. Uh, think every noise is your phone ringing. Hello. Is that me? <laughs> And my favorite, the number one of the top five things people do when they won't get a call back, get mad at the person who is calling. Right. What? What you want? You ain't even- Your house is on fire. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up, we got, uh, of course, a little note from the GED section that'll be up in approximately 15 minutes. It's the D.L. Hugo Show. So HBO Max has a new uh, uh, docuseries or special. Uh, it is devoted to a young woman named Renee Bach, who uh, it's called Savior Complex. It's about a white woman who leaves Virginia and goes to Uganda under the uh, pretext of being a uh, doctor uh, and treating malnourished kids there. Um, she had some over 900 in her care and over 105 died and comes to find out that she was not actually a doctor. Uh, and it's caused a lot of concern. I know I, I levied my concerns and, and uh, people picked it up in the newspaper. I just think that it's ridiculous that the story is not about the people who were brutalized, the people that who suffered at her hands. It is about her. And almost every time um, there is a story like that, it is always uh, presents the people who created the atrocities in a much better light than they deserve to be. She is a villain. She went over there and I don't care how intentioned, how, how well intentioned she was, how well intended she was. What did they say? The road to hell is paved with good intentions, but it's interesting because you you are based the, the the way that people see you, the idea they have of you, the notion that they let come into the uh, minds of you. It depends on who you committed the atrocities against, who you did it to, what they look like, if you can relate to them or not. The fact that 100 uh, Ugandan children, over 100 Ugandan children died 
was not the story, should have been the story. It is the story of a woman who is still free, by the way. Um, it's the story of a woman who went over there and she looks far better than she should. But that is the story. That is America. That is as American as apple pie, baseball, hot dogs, apple pie, and the denigration of people of color. Every statue, most of the statues you see in America, uh, if you see it in bronze, you see a man in a sword with a sword and a horse, he most likely did some atrocious things to black people. Matter of fact, the last white guy who got a statue, a bronze statue, who didn't kill a lot of black people was probably Rocky, and even he beat the hell out of Apollo Creed. That our, our history is steeped with people who are glorified for murder. There are way more statues and monuments to people who did harmful, horrible things to black people than there will ever be to Jesus Christ. Because that is the prism to which people view atrocities committed against us. In, in Hitler's Mein Kampf, he talks about the way he learned about some of his atrocities for, from America. He learned about eugenics and the annihilation of races from America and what we did to to the uh, to the Indians and what we did to black people. He learned from that. He learned about sterilizing people um, because he thought they were inferior. He learned that from here. But at least in that in, in, in Nazi Germany, when you did things like that, you were an outcast. You were a pariah. Here we give statues and monuments to people who did deplorable, horrible things to people of color. Up until a few years ago, J. Marion Sims, who is considered the father of modern gynecology, had a statue in 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 uh, Times Square in uh, New Central Park, and he uh, conducted uh, experiments on black women, uh, enslaved black women, with no anesthesia. There is no limit to the things that have been done to us, and there is no limit to the light that people who have perpetrated those crime uh, crimes are seen in. I do not care how great your intention were was i don't care what you came to do what you did do was you destroyed a lot of lives and instead of being the pariah you should be you got an hbo special and that is the way of the american life that is the way we are treated we get killed they get emmy nominations that's a little note from the ged section it's the dl hughley show Jazz man. What, man? Can you please tell these good people what is trending? Man, this crazy situation out of Michigan State with Coach Mel Tucker. Wow. Yeah. So, of course, they've sent him a letter telling him that, you know, they plan on firing him, especially if he can't, you know, I guess, produce any evidence that goes, uh, I guess, to the contrary of what he's being accused of within the next seven what days. exactly, for people who don't know, what is that? So, apparently, uh, they hired this woman, Brenda Tracy. She's a prominent sexual assault awareness speaker to come to the school to speak about <laughs> misconduct, you know, sexual misconduct and things like that. Turns out she and he ended up with a personal yet questionable kind of relationship in which she says he uh, had, had made these unwanted sexual advances towards him. I mean, towards her. Uh, they did both admit that they did share a relationship. He says it was consensual and apparently he was no longer the master of his domain during a particular phone call and she says, I did not give him permission to do that. You mind if I, uh, if I, uh, oh, by all means. Yeah, I, I mean, well, I don't either, but uh, now he says. Why are you breathing so hard? Just <laughs> shut up 
and tell me what you're wearing. <laughs> now, he, he says that other motors are at play and that he believes that there's been a bias against him throughout the entire process. Number one, because they didn't listen to anything that he had to say, but they listened to everything that she said. And they weren't really going to fire him until the word got out on social media what had happened. And then that's when they began to jump into action. I, so th- he this. believes that they're trying to get out of paying him, what, that $79 million contract? I'll say this and I'll say it again. Um, I do not believe that you should be able to level an accusation at somebody without proving it. I, I just don't think that they should. And I've said I don't care who, who she is now, who anybody is in Correct. any circumstances. I think that it's wrong to just go, well, why would they lie as an excuse? Yeah. But once they prove that what has happened, then you obviously have a different situation. But I'll say this. Deion Sanders. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> I'll say that. I'm going to tell you something. Terrible. I'm going to tell you. I'm, uh, uh, yeah, well, um, I, I think that... Uh, I, I think that it's horrible, but I also think you you people tend to look the way uh, other way based on the degree of your success. Yep. If you're very successful, you're Urban Myers. You can you can stick your thumb in a co-ed. No, yeah, but I, I just my issue is Mel is if. This woman was hired to come in to talk about sexual misconduct. Yeah, let's talk about sex, baby. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it stands to reason this is probably not the person that you need to be dealing with. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, knowing, yeah. you, you got to check her out. Huh? You, yeah, so. all yeah, of that. Maybe, yeah. Anyway, also trending this crazy story that actually happened here in L.A. where these two black models were found Something dead. in L.A.? Yes. Oh. Two of them, like, within a mile of each other. I think each of them, 31, 32 years old, uh, recently moved to L.A. and somehow both ended up dead and so you know a lot of people are asking questions you know they want justice they want to make sure that this story stays out there and hopefully that whoever is responsible will be um, I guess brought to justice no doubt you can't yeah, no a doubt. terrible situation no doubt beautiful girls but no that's doubt. what's trending alright um, that's going to do it for us ladies and gentlemen that's all we got we can't do no more nothing I've done all I can here so yeah, proud of you boy. thank you baby it was, it's really kind of you know, I dug deep. I know. I, I did what I could. I saw it. I saw you digging your little ass, yeah. your elbows up and down. Yes, and down. indeed. I'm telling you. Do what you can. Um, so uh, this is the D.L. Hughley Show. Of course, we are your uh, indictment update. Um, if you are in Sacramento, California, I'm going to be there this Friday at Wheatland at uh, Harris Casino. Yeah. No, no, no. Did, he, did he get it right? Hard Rock Live. Don't go to Harris. Don't go to Harris. I won't be there. Go to Hard Rock Live. I'll be there. Uh, and then on uh, Saturday, I will be at uh, the Mirage in Vegas. Now, um, Usher's taking off this week, but you can come see with me with no shirt and roller skates. That's going to be wonderful. Yeah. No breast milk, time but we'll be he'll have his shirt off. There, lots of know. jokes, lots of laughs. Lots of breast milk. I don't know. You never know. <laughs> no, Keith Palmer's coming. Uh, it's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be wonderful. Um, Jasmine, <laughs> Jasmine Sanders, what did you learn today, Miss So Lady? I'm excited to see the dust-up considering this uh, change with the Senate's dress code. I saw the Republicans are mocking it, but it's good news for Fetterman, who loves wearing his hoodies and his shorts, and now they're saying that they'll be allowed to wear whatever they want to. Yeah, now they can even wear the hoods they, they wear. Yeah, they there you go. There you go. No need to hide those in the closet All anymore. Right, now we can wear... <laughs> I don't like my hoods with points. Uh, <laughs> I like mine rounded. <laughs> Get my man Cheetah. What'd you learn today? Mitch and Tim can now wear their skirts. Yeah. 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 Oh, there you go. Uh, well, not Mitch. You mean uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, um, yeah, Lindsay. Oh, Lindsay. Lindsay. Yeah. I'm sorry, not Mitch. Not Mitch. Mitch is yeah. the one that locks up yeah. on us. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I know. 
<laughs> he needs to be wearing an IV pole with, in a hospital bed. Um, coming up with the next D.L. Hughley show, Kyle Hughley, a.k.a. Special K, is the latest high record producer, and we'll hear his latest project on Short Bus Records. Plus, the military man, Jamal Kingsley, returns to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. It is the D.L. Hughley show. We will definitely see you on the other side. Kyle, my favorite short bus operator. Pull that string. We got to go. Tout, tout. It is the D.L. Hughley show. See you on the other side. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.